Hey, good morning. What's up? Can you turn the light on for me? Sure. It's only going to stay on for a little bit. We probably forgot to pay the light bill or something. Maybe. Anyways, I'm going downstairs to make some iced coffee. Do you want some? Yeah, girl. I'll come with you. What? Where's the compartment for the ice? So how are we going to make iced coffee? And there's no granulated sugar. Whew, this is a mess. Doesn't your letter from the boy in the Navy come today? Yeah, but we ain't got no mailbox. Huh? Hmm, let's go to a Dunkin' Donuts. I'm over it. All right, let's go. Girl, where are the stoplights? I don't know. Just drive and don't kill me. Wait, hold up. Our neighbors are calling me. Hello? Seriously? All right, thank you. Girl, someone broke into our home. What? That's crazy because we ain't got no home security. This day is really weird. Hmm, it's almost as if everything that black people created was taken away. That kind of makes sense because Louis Latner invented the long-lasting light bulb and my light was, like, going in and out. Mm-hmm. And then John Standard, I'm pretty sure, made the compartment for ice. That's so. why we didn't have no ice for the iced coffee. Right. And then Norbert Renelix created granulated sugar, so that's why the iced coffee would have just been bitter. Right. But didn't Philip be down and create the mailbox? So and that probably explains why I couldn't see his letter. Because you didn't have the mailbox because a black man created it. Right. Oh. And then Garrett Morgan created the traffic light. And that's how he was about to die because there was no traffic light. Oh. That makes sense. And then Marie Van Britten Brown, she created the home security. And that's how we wouldn't be able to check who broke into our house wow. because a black woman created it. Wow. That makes a lot of... Because I knew the day was weird. It was like... It was strange. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that whole day, today just wasn't going right. But it makes sense because all black creations that we need on a day-to-day basis was kind of taken away from our day today. Right. And it's like a life without black creations is something scary that we don't want to have to live. Right. So... How has black creations and inventions affected this world today? I mean, in my opinion, there's been a positive impact on everybody in this world, whether it be from black music, black art, like everything that black people have added to this world, we have seen people try to copy, we have seen people do, we have seen people want to watch and learn from it. Mm-hmm. Because black creators are something so powerful, whether it be an inventors or artists. Mm-hmm. I think one of the greatest creations that we invented was mm-hmm. black culture in general. Just every... Like, yeah, like the movies, the singers that we have, yep. the clothes that we wear, the hairstyles that we wear, jewelry, everything that's popular today. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be here if it wasn't for black people. And I feel like we're very mis... Um, mis, like, led by yeah. our culture, not realizing that, like, what we do on a day-to-day basis involves a lot of black creations and that we built this land on our back and we continue to add to this world mm-hmm. and share that black soul, that black love that we have mm-hmm. in our day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Black people, give yourself a pat on, a pat on the back yes, real quick. Because Please, sis. There you go, girl. There you go. Yes, sis. Go because back. we, even if as a black person, like, some of us might not feel like we have a special talent that we can or can't do, but we have to remind ourselves, like, we are black and we have 
everything like with we are inherently strong we are inherently powerful we are inherently creative mm. so we all had that spark within us we just had to find a way to find it and go through this path because we can all we all got a little groove to us mm -hmm. we all get our hair done a cute little style that black people have created since africa and before we were forced over here and before the tides and laws created that we weren't allowed to wear our hair out like we always had something within us mm -hmm. And I think one thing that we can kind of talk about to just kind of dive into this podcast, and obviously this podcast is surrounding the idea of black creations and black culture and just how strong and how beautiful it is. And we can kind of dig into like black directors, for example, because I feel like we don't know enough black directors. So do you want to go over some black directors and movies that are kind of tied to their names? Yeah, so we got Spike Lee. He is like one of the biggest ones when it comes to film directors. Um, he's really famous for Crooklyn. Um, she's Gotta Have It. It's also it's a movie and it's also a Netflix show. Mm -hmm. um, it's really good. I re recommend it because it's very relatable. Um, and it's funny. It's cute. Um, you got Shonda Rhimes, you got Ryan Coogler, who made the Creed movies and also made a lot of movies with Michael B. Jordan. Right. Um, you got Ava DuVernay, who has really made an impact because she made... Um, Directed When, when they, they See us. us. Yeah. And that movie itself just created like a big... Conversation. Yeah, about like police brutality and just like the effect that it has on black yes. men and black women and just overall like how black women was able to create such a beautiful film that touched so many lives mm -hmm. across the world mm -hmm. uh, we got Kenan Peel who was famous for Us and Get Out uh, we have Tyler Perry everybody knows Tyler Perry come on now <laughs> Medea yes um, Denzel Washington I can't think of any movies at the top of my head that he directed I can't either but I know he has directed a few mm -hmm. and but many people really know him for acting mm -hmm. but he has put his directing input into some movies mm -hmm. and then we have a newer one um Lena Waithe she's most famous for her sh new show I forgot what it's called but I'm pretty sure it's on BET and she's very important because she's also a black woman Mm. And yeah, pull it up so I can see. Um, yeah, like overall, The Shy, she's done that. And Masters of None, Queen and Slim. 20s. So she has put her input in a lot. And I know a lot of people were hype about Queen and Slim. Mm. But overall, I just like black directors and then we have black actresses and actors and their impact in being able to story tell through what it's like to be black sometimes in America or what it's like to just be a person and just enjoying life and kind of knocking down those stereotypes that we see every day and just being able to be good at their craft mm. and infiltrating this beauty to our culture by being directors by being actors and actresses and just enjoying what they're good at mm. well one of the people I appreciate most when it comes to acting is Angela Bassett because mm -hmm. her range is crazy. crazy. 
She Angela has, Bassett, oh my gosh, her range is crazy. She has the ability just to portray like any any role that right. she has and just perfect it. There's nothing mm-hmm. like Angela Bassett cannot do. There's mm-hmm. no role that's too much for her. Mm-hmm. And I know that like she just, like you said, like she's somebody that you can really appreciate because she has been in so much from the TV show 911 that like I actually really love it. I definitely recommend it to just she was in Green Lantern in 2011 Malcolm like X. just there's just so much she played Whitney in 2015 mm-hmm. like oh, the movie Black Nativity that was a good movie Jacob Lattimore he oh. was in that <laughs> you know I love me some Jacob Lattimore but even thinking about Jacob Lattimore like singers mm. and rappers and artists that have been able to express themselves mm-hmm. through their music. Right. And just that strength that you hear behind their voice. Like that soul, like none other. Like their soul. Mm-hmm. Something crazy. Mm-hmm. I think we need to really appreciate Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Just for her artistic ability, not just like her. As a person, yeah, but. As a performer and all that. Just right. Appreciating her. Like I said, her artistic ability, especially with her new documentary, or new I think movie, it was it was like Black a film type of thing. I don't yeah. think it was completely a movie. I didn't watch it yet, but I know it was a very strong story told behind it. It's almost like a music video mixture with like a film behind it. Yeah, I watched it today and I loved it. How long was it? About like an hour and fifty-two minutes. Okay. Sure. What did you get from that movie or um, show, film, whatever we're calling it? I felt like she really um, represented Africa okay. in general as like a good thing, like just kind of breaking down those stereotypes that are made about Africa, like the poor, right. dirty stuff, and um, just promoting like wealth, and, like black wealth, and just That's promoting good. black people in general. That's I good. Really I have enjoy. to, I have to watch it then. Mm-hmm. And I'm also thinking about like singers that like we really can appreciate like Aretha Franklin like you can really appreciate that soul behind her voice and like sometimes it's not about the lyrics that are being presented but it's how the lyrics are being presented I think she does a very good job no matter what she's singing you hear the power behind her voice the strength and just like she's telling a story by the way that she's singing those lyrics like it's not just the story that her lyrics are telling like her voice is telling its own story Mm -hmm. and I think that's something that black people really do well at when it comes to singing and when it comes to performing like we tell a story just by the voices that we tell the the voices that we sing and not everybody's the same I'm not a singer we Mm -hmm. all know this but listen Mm -hmm. I can tell a story behind my voice okay listen but it's just really really important that we uplift each other more and we see that we can do so much in this world. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just think that if we have like more black creators involved in like Hollywood and all that, mm-hmm. how it can impact like our children. Yes. Because I know for the movie Black Panther, like that impact that it had it on our really black had children, a big impact. Like they had something to look up to. You know what I'm yes. saying? So. Same thing with, like, needing, like, more black writers and more black children's books. Like, there's a book that 
my pastor gave me Reverend Miles before he passed away he gave me a book called I Like My Hair mm -hmm. and it was a little black girl and on the front cover she had braids and she had little barrettes and bees in her hair and each page it would like talk about her hair so it would say like the clicking and clacking of my hair I love that sound when I'm running down to the park and mm -hmm. it would express our cornrows that kind of grow through the ground like our hair is like a beautiful tree and like how like it just really made me appreciate the coarseness of my hair because I went to a school where my hair was very unique. Mm -hmm. So being able to have a book at home, because I didn't have it in school. Mm -hmm. We don't have these diverse books in school. I have it at home. Mm -hmm. And be able to go home and be able to read that book with my parents and really understand that like there is people that love to have my hair. And just and I would go to school flaunting my little bees mm -hmm. and rest running down as the hallway. Should, exactly. So <laughs> it's important that black writers in needing more of that diverseness in our children's books so that we don't always read books with just white people or um, Asians or Hispanics like we need some that are directly for our black kids mm -hmm. because we need like we just need mm -hmm. it at the end yeah. of the day mm -hmm. and like thinking of like the mo the book that also turned into a movie The Hate You Give like that okay. I read that book and I absolutely love that book, and I feel like it, the movie that was presented was a great match. Mm -hmm. And I think that book itself told a story, and it told our struggle, and it was by Audrey Wells. I'm sorry, no, 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 no. The screenplay, the movie itself, the movie screenplay was Audrey Wells, but the author of the book was Angie Thomas. Mm -hmm. And I think her as a black writer, I actually just bought another book by her. She does a really good job of making you feel included in her stories. Mm -hmm. And I think we need that more as well. And it's just appreciating the black writers that we have now and the black storytellers that we have because we need, we need it. Yeah. Because a lot of times when like white um, directors mm -hmm. try to tell our story, through mm -hmm. movies and just film and just whatever in general. Mm -hmm. It's not told correctly. Like, everybody knows that, but it's very important for black people to, like, tell Their our experience and our story. Because nobody knows it better than us. Exactly. And that's just that's, that's just, just that. It. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> there's nothing else to go around it. And then we can even talk about, like, black figure skaters and how we thinking of Soraya Bonelace, I might have said her name wrong, you can spell it, it's S-U-R-Y-A-B-O-N-A-L-Y-S. She was the only figure skater to land a backflip only on one blade in the Winter Olympics in 1998. And I think the fact that we are always breaking records, we are always like up top when it comes to, we dominate sports still. Mm -hmm. And... To be able to say that, like, the only person that was able to perform this trick in figure skating is a black woman, like, that, like, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. And then even thinking, like, I just saw a video on Facebook the other day. I don't remember the girl's name, but she, like, was a world record holder for limbo dancing and how she can limbo, like, below anything of eight inches and below. Mm -hmm. And just that power of what we can do with our bodies and the way we can move our bodies when it comes to dancing, figure skating, and just cheer like anything, anything cheerleading like african dancing hip-hop jazz whatever it is like 
that's our bodies and that's what we do with it and we're able to tell a story through what we do and like we're so powerful when it comes to every genre Mm -hmm. to every category with everything in this world Mm -hmm. and it's just so amazing to know that that's like my people doing these things because oftentimes we are looked down on yeah right and told that we can't do these things but then when you look up the people that are dominating basketball dominating football Mm -hmm. dominating like so many things like it's us Mm -hmm. it's black people Mm -hmm. so yeah, I wanted to shout out Simone Biles and <laughs> yeah, shout her out, sister. Just because your name is Simone, right. you gotta shout the Simones no, right. out. Like, okay, okay, don't forget about Gabby Douglas. Yeah, then <laughs> right, you got to support her because she really shifted. Also. Yes, she did a lot. She really did, and she also got a lot of backlash too with like her hair uh-huh. and stuff like that. And that's like, girl, she is a gymnast. She is sweating twenty four hours of the day. Like, let her live. Like. We see so much stuff that pushes us down and it's like, I wanted to take this time to like push us up and to elevate us because mm-hmm. there's nothing black people can't do. Mm-hmm. And you can't convince me that there's something that we can't do. Mm-hmm. Celebrate your blackness. Mm-hmm. That should be like the overall takeaway from this. Yes. It's like you have so much power in you that mm-hmm. you have. Like your ancestors have done so much to pave the way for us that like we really have a lot of power within us and we really are awesome like mm-hmm. there's just no other way to put it like we can even talk about like hair and like the different styles that we can create with our hair we can go like the range of our hair like we can go to from straight hair because our hair can be straightened mm-hmm. to forcey kinky to braids to mm-hmm. weaves to wigs to different colors because our hair can be naturally different colors like it's just insane of like the range of which black people can do yeah and the way that this world feeds off of our culture mm-hmm. because they realize how dope and amazing our culture is. Mm-hmm. And we really see that in like hip hop and yes, just the dance and pop community as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they kind of suck it away from us. You know, yeah, I think hip hop started off in you know, poor communities. Yes. And as it got, it came from island like Jamaica and different islands because you can look into that like how it kind of originated in the Caribbeans and when people started moving to America in those poor areas like you're saying in our inner cities, Mm -hmm. it started there and then people started like taking off. Yes, and then that's kind of when it came from like that to just being something that was ours mm-hmm. to something that now is the world because we hear rap music everywhere every radio station and mm-hmm. i think something also like my boyfriend was watching battle rap the other day and like i'm not the biggest person that's like into all that kind of right. stuff but i was watching it with him and the way that these lyricists and the way that they can create a story mm-hmm. and tell and just the creativity of it is like insane like I'm sitting there like pausing it because I'm like wait I gotta listen to that line again because it's like the creativityness of it it's just like we're so smart and powerful like there's a way that we can have fun and battle rap with each other mm-hmm. but it's not like one of those like basic raps like it's like someone really sat down and like with a high IQ, mm-hmm. intellect people that are from the hood that are able to create these stories. And it's like, wow, like, we are smart in every, like, kind of way. Like, it's not just something that's, like, 
okay, like, they're just doing this for fun, like, da-da-da-da, like, it's not that deep, like, they're just, you know, they're just rapping, like, that's all it is, like, no, they are telling stories, they are manipulating and twisting the words right. in a way that make you go, huh? Oh. Like, you just feel like, <laughs> no, he did not just take that to that. Right, and like, is crazy. Like, it's really crazy, and I really wish I could, like, do that like i really do wish i like i had him like all right pause it so we about to batter at each other in whole time i'm like no, you did not. <laughs> yes, I, know, I definitely did girl but whole time it's like that's a craft that we have and we oftentimes look at the people that are in the hood as someone that you know the only way you're gonna get out is sports or rapping mm-hmm. but when you look at the whole rapping and like this section of battle rap they're freaking smart mm-hmm. because of the way that they like they could write essays for a day like i'm just being yeah. honest with you like they really could take that craft and like that creativity yes that creativity is crazy and, like they like they don't have to stop at rapping mm-hmm. because of the image and like some of them like that image that they hold of like you know being part of gangs and being in the hood like that's where they will be mm-hmm. and that's great because it got them so far to making like millions of dollars by doing what they're doing mm-hmm. but like they could go so like further and other angles because of the smartness that it takes to be able to create those kind of lyrics. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not like regular rap that we listen to in my, at least in my opinion, like listening to them battling and listening to rap music to me, like their rap, the battle rapping lines and the way that they come at each other is something so intellectually deep mm-hmm. that like people are, I'm just like amazed at. Mm-hmm. So I feel like people don't really appreciate the hood Yes. And like the creativity, creativity, excuse me, like I said before, because if you really want to get into it, fashion, mm-hmm. um, acrylic nails, all that, hairstyles, big hoops, gold from? hoops, yep, where gold hoops, from? all that. But black people are able to take nothing and turn it into something. Right. So we look back when, like, when we were slaves and stuff, and we were given scraps of food, we turned it into grits, we turned it into chitlins, we turned it into so many things, and that's where we get soul food Ooh, from, right. because we were given the craps and we turned it into something great, and now everybody loves wants it. it. Right, everybody wants it. Because we're able to take nothing and turn it into something, mm-hmm. and that's just what we do. Like, I saw a video on Twitter and people were outside, like, frying, like, food on an aluminum pan, like, over, like, rocks or something, like, heated it up. Mm. And people were saying how ghetto that was. And I'm like, That's no, smart. they're taking <laughs> nothing and turning it into something and being able to just, like, these kids, like, in these, like, neighborhoods are, like, if they had their resources that we have out in the suburbs, they would go so far. Mm-hmm. Like, kids are creating, like, you see all these videos on Twitter and Instagram and, like, sometimes Facebook of kids creating things that we could use on an everyday basis mm-hmm. with the limited resources that they have. Like, imagine if they went to the top school in the world with the re- all those resources, they would be, engin- like, those are our engineers. Mm-hmm. And we need to push our kids to, like, to be those things that they can be because the sky is the limit. Mm-hmm. It really is. And that's why I say, like, that representation is such an important thing. Yes. Like, teaching your kid that you can do anything you want. Mm-hmm. And this world is really yours. Yes. At the end of the day. And just, like, watching people creating their own businesses and people supporting those businesses. And, like, there are business owners and there's non-business owners. And not every person's meant to be a business owner, but there's so 
many ways that black people have been adding to this world mm -hmm. and I'm just so proud of every business owner out there as well because it's not easy being black business owner because mm -hmm. some people won't support you mm -hmm. simply because you're a black business owner but then we also have black businesses that are feeding back into our black communities and making our communities grow so like every category in this world we need black educators we need black everything mm -hmm. because our kids like you said our kids need to see that mm -hmm. we need black forests like we need everything because there are black kids that are just into nature and flowers and like that is okay like enjoy the world because it's yours mm -hmm. so and it's not one like set of how to be black yeah like like we said before it's range you can do anything yes like we can go we prosper in any field and there's literally like we prosper in bowling like let's just yeah. be real like we prosper in golf like we prosper in everything like in construction we prosper in like what don't we prosper in like that's the a real makeup. question yeah like what don't we what can't and like this is really just because like people are so like we have that range and we keep saying it but it's like so important to realize that like there's really we are really truly amazing mm -hmm. so how do you think the world would be different if it wasn't like there wasn't no black creations or no black inventions made in this world i mean to tie it back to the beginning one there would be a lot of car accidents because we wouldn't <laughs> have stoplight <laughs> and i really believe that there would be no uh like mm -hmm. that umph to the world like we shake the world we make this world so much more interesting like and not saying that other cultures don't mm -hmm. like don't get me wrong but I feel like a lot of the times like people feed off of our culture mm -hmm. and without black culture being in place in this world people would miss out on so much that we bring to the world like there's a reason why people are copying what we do because mm -hmm. they like what we do mm -hmm. like we wouldn't have like people trying to take from us if it wasn't worth taking mm -hmm. so like you don't go rob something that you don't think is worth taking so that's kind of what people that aren't black non-people not black people of color and Europeans like that's what they're doing they're trying to take from what we've created mm -hmm. and like kind of shift it right in a way because they see it's worth it mm -hmm. so how do you think like the world would be different I just think there will be no creativity because like I said it's just our just our people in general are just like amazing we can't we can't copy we can't. like we're very original like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's only one. And that's why I think it's important that we really emphasize the fact that, like, black people can take nothing and turn it into something. And that's something that a lot of people can't really do mm -hmm. all the time. Like, we prosper in so many different aspects of the world. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important also to make sure that we continue to prosper in our stuff as well because we do see like ballet like that's a very that's a dance or whatever and like black people prosper in ballet mm. but we also need to make sure that we are raising our kids to see african dancing as well because mm. ballet does not originate in africa like we have Af we have our own dances and i think that's something very important that we need for our kids to be able to see like listen like look at what we've done and what we've created because we want we don't want that to get lost mm -hmm. and we don't want our kids minds to be fed that like this is the only way mm 
So, what I appreciate about our generation is I feel like we'll still have that like knowledge of everything that's mm-hmm. going on. I feel like our kids will be better understanding. Yeah, like they'll have a better understanding of like their culture and just like being very appreciative and just loving themselves or their blackness and all that. Definitely. I think social media, although it has a lot of negative things, social media has a lot to do with that because I've learned so much from Twitter mm-hmm. <laughs> and Instagram and stuff like that that like I would have never learned at school and I feel like obviously when I see certain things on Twitter, like I'm fact checking it and stuff like that mm-hmm. but there are some things that I've learned about our culture and the history of things mm-hmm. from not from history books but from Twitter right like to be completely real so I think because we have that access to social media and access to Google and stuff like that we're able to learn more and mm-hmm. I think that's what our generation is really about right now it's about learning and it's about thriving in this world that's created right now and how can we be better as black people and mm-hmm. what can we do to make this world a better place mm-hmm. so alright you wanna anything yeah. else you wanna add to it mm-hmm. no alright guys well this was episode 3 and it was basically on just appreciating black people our culture and just kind of what we've done with it and how we are able to just be great and add so much to the world so Mm-hmm. That was that. Simone is back on here with me, guys, for another episode. So I just want to thank her for coming again. Thank you. All right, guys. 